Welcome to the Align Podcast. I'm your host, Brianna, the owner and founder of Align Consulting. This podcast was created as an avenue to dive deeper into topics that help align core values and how to pursue things that serve you, how to create or expand your current network, and receive new ideas to create paradigm shifts in your thought processes. I've intentionally made the length of these to be around 10 minutes, the time it takes for you to commute to your favorite coffee shop, brush your teeth, and get dressed for the day, hopefully without interruption. Our topic for today is about the ways in which we form a belief system from people who we have allowed or not allowed to influence our lives and how we adopt them as truths or agreements that dictate the way in which we live our lives. These beliefs that we adopt or make agreements to agree to start from our earliest years of being able to take cues from other people. I'm going to summarize the book, The Four Agreements, by Don Miguel Ruiz, from my own understanding of how this pertains to our relationship with ourselves and how it can positively or negatively affect our relationship with others. A friend of mine is the co-founder of a company called Smitten Singles, which is in the middle of a five-week series called Ditch the Dating Apps. If you are listening to this and you are single or maybe in a newer relationship, I would highly encourage you to check out this company. I recently did a live coaching session on this topic for the registered members in order to help them identify areas they can improve upon, as well as encourage them to see how understanding and practicing these agreements could also strengthen relationships overall. For today, whether you are single, coupled, listening to this personally or professionally, I hope that you will find as much value in this practice as I have. I say practice because by no means have I mastered any of the agreements, and more often than not, I fall short and have to be reminded of these in every situation. So I'm going to go through the four of these on a very... um, high 30,000 foot level and just give maybe a couple little examples of each one. And then I would highly encourage you if this is an area of interest to reach out and find out how maybe this could help you personally or an organization that you belong to or that you are running. And I think that we could maybe find some, some greater value in diving deeper. The first agreement is be impeccable with your word. And that is for you to understand where your belief system originated. Typically, this is from a parent, a teacher, maybe a religious figure or an authority figure, a coach, a neighbor, a friend of a parent. I mean, it could be pretty much anyone that has had a lot of influence or spoke directly to you over your life and has maybe led you to believe some things about people, money, jobs, prestige, success, or just really any circumstances at all. And this is to kind of just remind you about being impeccable with your word is it's it's what you say to yourself in your belief system. If you have a lot of negative self-talk, a lot of um, negative talk to other people, oftentimes that is very deep-rooted in something that you were raised to believe or a frustration that you may have about yourself because you feel like you're not living up to societal standards. So I would ask you, what truths have you been telling yourself that maybe are not true? And being impeccable with your word also has the power to impact, create, or destroy. 
And so I want you to think about that, um, the power that that words have over ourselves and other people. And in the book, um, Don Miguel Ruiz talks about all of us being mirrors of one another. So what we say about another person is really a reflection of something we feel about ourselves. And so if we look at someone and think that they're a terrible person, they're jealous, they're mean to people, they um, maybe are self-centered, or we see something negative in that person, what it really is, is a reflection of something that we don't like about ourselves or maybe honor about ourselves or something that we have noticed that we've done that maybe we need to work on. The same can be true for something of a positive situation. If you see something great in a coworker, friend, relative, child, and you see something great about them, it's so important to use our words to empower and edify and uplift people because that in return is basically saying that we appreciate some of those things about ourselves. This is the first agreement to make with yourself if you want to find freedom, happiness, and more joy in your life. The second agreement is don't take anything personally. What you take personally means you are agreeing with what someone else says, and typically this is a reflection of you not being impeccable with your own word about yourself. So if someone says something to you that rubs you the wrong way or is um, demeaning or rude, first of all, don't take it personally because, again, that's a reflection of themselves. But it's also an indication that maybe you need to look at how your self-talk has been if you're buying into what they're saying that really isn't something that should be adopted as truth. Not taking something personally typically derives from a need to be right and to make everyone else wrong. Taking offense is an indicator of an unhealed wound. So if somebody says something to you that you're very offended by, Typically, that's a sign of an unhealed wound that you're carrying, and that is why the offense happens. So again, just kind of that reminder of that we're all mirrors of one another, and what we say about another person is a reflection of ourselves. It's also a reminder that you are responsible for you and only you. So if you are taking things personally, you need to ask yourself why. A very enlightened um, individual will typically learn to not take anything personally, positive or negative, because they understand that if something great is said and it's true, then then they already know that to be true and they don't need the validation. If something is negative, then they don't take that personally either because they know that the other individual or group of people is, it's just a reflection of how they feel about themselves. The third agreement is don't make assumptions. Most of the hurt and pain in your life has been caused from making assumptions. And when I am engaged in a coaching session or a discussion around the four agreements, typically this one comes up as the most challenging one to overcome is to not make assumptions. So one way to overcome that is to be curious, to stay curious and ask good questions. Always ask for clarification before assumptions. Making assumptions about situations and people usually leads to gossip and talking more about a situation that may or may not even be reality. A huge communication error in relationships is assuming that someone else knows our wants and needs, whether that be in a relationship of um, platonic, friendship, 
co-working space, um, one between parents and children, or even just in the workplace or volunteer or organizations in general, is that if we assume that someone knows what's important to us, what we need, how we um, are productive, or the way that we think and work, we have to be willing to communicate our needs and wants and make sure that people clearly understand so that they do not make assumptions about us. When we make assumptions to fulfill our own needs, then we're actually replacing the need to communicate, which is going to be detrimental to relationships in general. So um, again, that one seems to be the resounding most challenging of all of the assumptions or of all of the agreements, excuse me. The last one is to always do your best. And this agreement allows the previous three to become deeply ingrained habits. When we do our best, then we really don't have time to focus on anything else. We're not taking things as personally. We're doing our best at being impeccable with our word. We're doing our best at not making assumptions. So when we really focus on just doing our best, the other three will start to fall into place and become more of a, of a good habit. Doing your best is about taking action and not looking for a reward in return. Doing your best is a reward to you, not something that you do to get something from someone else. This agreement is going to feel like a huge sense of freedom with very little regret. If you can do your best every day, put your pillow head on your pillow every night and feel good about your best. And the most important thing to remember is that your best is going to vary from day to day. Some days you are going to feel like you are conquering the world and other days you're going to feel like just getting out of bed and doing some tasks that you have on your on your task list, checking the boxes, that is your best. And that's okay. And, and that's where we have to give ourselves permission to understand that this is part of the growing and maturing in these four agreements. So by doing your best when practicing the other three agreements, you'll find yourself living in the present, less in the past, and less in the future, and more at peace. Again, if you'd like to dive deeper into this, I'd encourage you to order the book on Amazon, get it for yourself and read it and see how it applies to you and what you take from it. Or if it's something that you would like to have as a topic of discussion in a small group or a larger group or um, even just one-on-one, I'm happy to help. I can be found at Brianna at align-consult.com and on socials. I hope this was helpful today and bye for now. (music) Thank <music> you.